0: Hi, Nupur. Welcome to Business Line Podcast. It's a pleasure to
1: have you. Hi, Chitra. Thank you so much for having me here.
0: So, this is the Diabetes Awareness Month and uh, there's been a lot of talk around it and we thought uh, being a business paper and also that most of us spend a lot of our times at the workplace, we thought we would uh, talk about how to manage diabetes at work. Right. I mean, we spend at least eight to nine hours at work. And uh, although it's easy, it's an easy condition to manage. It also has its challenges. Uh, Nupur, actually, first, I would like you to tell us about your organization. Uh, you have a non-profit called Blue Circle, right? Tell us a bit about why you set it up and what it does.
1: Thank you, Chitra. I just at the outset, I want to say thank you for, you know, touching upon this topic uh, and, and sort of uh, so beautifully, uh, you know, talking about um, work and diabetes, which is, I think, something that gets uh, ignored in the whole uh, noise uh, with regards to diabetes in, uh, in the month of November, which is Diabetes Awareness Month. So um, I'm Nupur. I uh, live with type 1 diabetes myself. Since the past 27 years Um, and that's part of the reason why um, I founded the Blue Circle Diabetes Foundation. Uh, We are a non-profit uh, organization. We are a registered NGO in India and um, since the past uh, a little over three years we've been formally registered and um, you know conducting a lot of activities uh blue circle is a result of my own personal experiences as well as the experiences of friends and peers across the country um and and a mixture of everyone's experiences and uh you know the incidents that have happened so
0: so it's a it's a support group as i understand right i mean uh, yeah and we do seem to require a lot of support because our numbers are growing i think 77 million at
1: uh, the last count in india is that right Yes, that's absolutely right. And and you know, Chitra, how these official figures, uh, well, while they are on paper, it, it might be 77 million, uh, you know, uh, from a couple of years ago, but uh, we do know the reality on the ground is so different. And, you know, every second person uh, that we come across either is pre-diabetic or has some form of diabetes. So it's really rampant uh, in our country and there's an urgent requirement to kind of, you know, um, be able to manage the condition well. If you could uh,
0: tell me about the types of uh, diabetes, Uh, I mean, uh, one normally knew about type 1 and type 2, but I understand that there are more types of diabetes. So if you could quickly lead us through the different types of diabetes.
1: Sure. Um. So type 2 diabetes is the most common type of diabetes. And in India, I think uh, 90 to 95% of the people that have the condition um, or, you know, the only type of diabetes that they, a layman might understand is type 2. Um. So, you know, that's uh, often controlled by a combination of lifestyle measures as well as oral medication, generally speaking. Uh, type 1, the type that I live with is an autoimmune condition. And uh, it can occur at any age, children as young as few months old to, uh, you know, senior citizens over 60-65, anyone can develop it. And uh, the thing with type 1 is that you need to take insulin injections multiple times in one day. So that's uh, one differentiating uh, factor between the two. Apart from this, there's also gestational diabetes, which uh, occurs in pregnant ladies, Women who have gestational diabetes are at a higher risk of developing type 2 later in their lives. So, you know, if the lifestyle management, you know, goes for a toss and they end up putting on a lot of weight and a combination of other factors, they are more likely than not going to get type 2. Uh, Then there's also neonatal diabetes, which is diabetes in infants, which is a very different and rare kind of diabetes. And it has a different line of treatment as well. Uh, Apart from this, two others I'll touch upon. One is uh, type 1.5, which is also known as LADA. Um, The acronym stands for Latent Autoimmune Diabetes in Adults. Uh, So this is a slow progressing form of type 1 diabetes, which is why it's called type 1.5. And very often it's misdiagnosed as type 2. In fact, all the people that I know uh, have been initially misdiagnosed as type 2 and then later correctly diagnosed as uh, LADA. And then the final one is MODI, which is maturity onset of diabetes in the young. Um, so these are a few types. There are probably many, many more subtypes, but... Uh, Yeah,
0: so yeah, I was asking uh, about the types is I think for the type one, the workplace is the most challenging because you're insulin dependent, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, uh, type two, if they are still on medication, you could still uh, carry on at work. I mean, pop a pill and uh, but for the insulin dependent, uh, tell me what are the challenges at the workplace?
1: Uh, I think the biggest challenge that uh, people with type 1 face is that they have a fear that my boss or my organization is going to judge me and am I going to lose my job and, you know, my source of income. And for a regular, you know, middle class person, I think this is a very valid uh, concern to have. So a lot of people may or may not want to disclose the condition. Um, Now, my personal viewpoint is that it's better to disclose because in case of an emergency, uh, somebody can help you. But I also completely understand why some people are not disclosing because there are no, uh, there's no policy or there's no legal framework in place that protects the rights of a diabetic, you know, in case something goes wrong or uh, there's some discrimination that occurs, who can we appeal to, who can we raise this issue to, Uh, there's no guideline in India currently. Uh, in certain other developed countries like the US, um, you know, uh, if a diabetic is being discriminated against uh, on the basis of the medical condition, they can, uh, you know, take the company to court, they can literally, they can seek some form of redressal. So that's one thing. The second thing, which is I think unique to India is that there's a certain social stigma that is attached to being diabetic. Uh, and that's a uh, that I've seen people from all socioeconomic backgrounds equally Uh, be victim to that kind of stigma, because there is a lot of questioning looks. Um, People don't understand, they uh, tend to blame, uh, you know, that you must have done something and got it. Uh, So that's another problem, because how does one take their insulin injection in this kind of environment, you know, Mm. So the um, HR departments need to be sensitized, Um, the colleagues and the uh, bosses need to be sensitized, and people with diabetes can work as Um, the same way as anyone else they just need the right kind of support
0: yeah so what form of support uh, can there be uh, for instance you know should there be a private space where uh, somebody can take the insulin injections should the workplace help in providing uh, some more healthier food you know how can supervisors and colleagues be a bit more mindful
1: Yes uh, thank you for asking that question so i think that, uh, that these days every single person whether they have diabetes or not uh they everyone is health conscious and uh you know since the last 3 years since covid uh everyone is hyper aware of their sort of health and well-being beyond just a sort of a wellness uh, perspective but more about am i going to be okay you know a couple of years down the line will i still uh, you know be fine physically uh, so i think given that this is the landscape, it's a good idea to introduce healthy foods for everyone. Uh, You know, not just for the diabetic, but definitely keep a a, a good enough option in the office canteen. Um, Most people I know, they complain about the lack of options. You know, there might be some two or three food items, but all of them will either be very high in carbohydrate, very high in sugar and fat and other things. Just that the fact that they are you know uh, probably cheaply available uh, the the cost for production or uh, you know this thing is low and and they are hyper palatable but that really uh, doesn't help the larger cause because your own employees then in that case are going to become sluggish after lunch and um, it's also very important to have a certain designated area like a medical room or a locker room, or some area where the employee can take their injection. Not everybody is comfortable to take it in public, for example. So, um, you know, if that is the case, then they should have a, a, a safe space where they can go and um, uh, get them get themselves medicated.
0: So, tell me also, would the insulin dependent, what about travel and stuff? Uh, if you have a field job, etc., you, uh, you need to re- refrigerate the insulin, right? How do you discharge all that?
1: Correct. Um, so in in most parts of India, I think uh, uh, for a large part of the year, it's it's fairly hot um, actually, and insulin needs to be kept between uh, you know between two and twenty five degrees uh, roughly. So that kind of temperature range may not always be easy to achieve. These days there are a lot of uh, cooling pouches. You know earlier also we would carry it like put it into a ice box or you know carry a Milton you know, around with an ice pack in it. But those things are a little logistically difficult because either, you know, something keeps dripping or the ice pack is leaking. It's uh, Most people, me included, we, we simply didn't, uh, you know, carry it at the risk of spoiling the insulin. But I think nowadays there are cooling pouches that are available. A uh, lot of um, uh, offices also have a facility for a small fridge or a microwave which is there in the pantry. So, um, you know, maybe employees can be sensitized that, Uh, one of our colleagues needs to keep his or her insulin there and uh, that, you know, others should be mindful of it. So, these are few things that uh, offices can definitely do.
0: I I agree that the insulin dependent face more of a challenge, but even uh, those who are not on insulin or on uh, medications, even they, because a typical syndrome for diabetics is that you face fatigue and tiredness very quickly. And also stress can Uh, besides diet stress can also push up your sugar levels what can organizations do to help uh, such employees
1: i think uh, that uh, uh, if one tries to sort of look at it only through the lens of employees that are diabetic um, maybe that's uh, uh, a better approach perhaps would be to uh, to do it in such a way that it benefits everyone because uh, after all everyone in, in india is at risk for diabetes. So, you know, a lot of people ask us uh, we did a, a corporate um, awareness session a few days ago uh, for a software company in Bangalore. And one of the employees asked us that my both my parents are diabetic, and you know, somebody told me that whatever you do, you will definitely get the same condition. So I, you know, how to deal with that. Um, So I think that it would be nice if, I mean, um, I totally understand workplaces are uh, difficult, there's a lot of work to be done, there are deadlines. Um, But you know, being able to sort of, okay, if I'm not available today, if someone can fill in for me, or, um, you know, uh, managing it in such a way that that's not unrealistic that can be done. And yet, uh, business goals can be met and and objectives can be achieved. So that would be a nice, uh, I, I guess, a utopia, if I could say so.
0: Okay. And uh, are uh, increasingly our corporates coming to you for workshops? Do you see more uh, awareness already
1: on the subject? Uh, yes, yes, definitely. Um, I do notice that uh, the awareness largely happens around uh, Diabetes Day or Diabetes Month. Uh, mm. and, and actually, uh, more than anything, I think it's a, it's a great thing uh, for us as diabetics every single day other than that one day even the other 364 days in the year we still are diabetic so that's not going away that burden is always there but um, it's nice that companies recognize this they want their employees because after all it makes business sense as well if you have a uh, you know uh, an employee who is engaged happy uh, in in top condition you know physically mentally they'll be able to give that much more back to the company and you know uh, the company will thrive as well. So it, it makes perfect sense to uh, create an environment that's supportive, that, you know, where an employee doesn't feel the need to hide or feel uh, judged. Um, so even like you, you, you mentioned, even for type 2 or other type of diabetics, uh, you know, uh, an environment where they can, they have options to eat in the cafeteria. They can talk about things openly. Uh, maybe they can exchange ideas on a certain day where, employees can talk about you know struggles or health conditions or challenges that would probably make it nicer to uh, and more open
0: yeah a common challenge I'm a diabetic myself I face is that you know on uh, celebration days etc in office there's always mithai and uh, everyone just tells you Are, ek lo, ek se kuch hoga. but this this ache actually is a danger right I mean what do you uh, say to that
1: Yes, absolutely. And I think sometimes uh, people misconstrue the word inclusivity as well, uh, because they think we are being inclusive. Then they will force their colleagues that, oh no, you must have, ek piece se kuch nahi hoga. And, and they think that they are being inclusive. They're doing it probably with a good intention, but it's coming off completely opposite. Mm. So uh, maybe there is need to sensitize, uh, you know, uh, organizations about the fact that what is inclusivity after all? I mean, everyone, uh, for me, It's taken me many years to realize that not every celebration has to revolve around food. It does for most of us, uh, you know, when there's a a festival or there's anything, it's a cake, like you said, or there's some Mithai. It's always about food. But I take it as an opportunity to, you know, meet with family or meet with colleagues or, uh, you know, give it a different spin. And and if someone's not having that Mithai, uh, absolutely no need to force them. Another small thing, a lot of, um, you know, organizations have a vending machine with uh, tea and coffee. Uh, Now, some of these come pre-mixed with sugar. So, you know, maybe having an really walking the talk would include if you had an option for sugar free or milk free options that employees that are health conscious could then utilize.
0: Yeah, that's right. Are there any other, I mean, at a level where, you know, the Society for Human Resource Management or, you know, other HR bodies, are they doing anything really in this sphere? Any
1: ideas? Uh, No, I think it's, it's very um, sort of each organization to its own. So if you have a um, a good rapport, and you have a good HR manager, and uh, you know, uh, I'm just uh, collectively talking about the experiences of people that I've heard from, Mm -hmm. uh, then well, great for you. But then in case, uh, you know, some people have an issue, and they feel like uh, they're not being given certain assignments, simply because they're diabetic or because you know, their supervisor feels like they'll not be able to manage based on their medical condition. Uh, this puts a lot of unnecessary mental burden on the person as well because I know from my own experience, I would, you know, try not not only to do normal work, but I would, you know, want to work extra hard to just prove that I'm as good as the normal person. And, you know, I've worked for 18-20 hour shifts, uh, worked at all times of the day and night, simply to, you know, be able to show that... Uh, I'm at par with the average person uh, while actually I might be going way over and beyond. So I think that this is also not required, right? This is just something Mm. we're going to overcompensate, but it's simply not needed.
0: Yeah, you'll end up actually uh, harming yourself by overworking, right? right? Yeah. And uh, uh, anything as yes, any prescription like uh, how to negotiate your day? Is there like any essentials like don't skip breakfast or don't uh, any do's and don'ts that you would prescribe?
1: Yes so i feel like um uh, sometimes we uh, we fail to draw boundaries uh, you, we find it very uncomfortable it's easier to you know uh, to talk about somebody else like if you're a caregiver for, for if you have a child you know it's easy to say okay i need my child to get uh, a food at so and so time but when it comes to yourself uh, you don't do that as easily because somehow you feel guilty or there's some kind of complicated uh, thing going on in the mind so Um, you know what you need. Uh, So uh, as a diabetic, don't assume that your organization already knows, you know, follow the proper uh, process, write to your HR, write to your manager, ask them for help. If they're not, uh, you know, relenting, um, this is a great time to bring in um, a a support group or an NGO like us. We are more than happy to come in and and counsel, uh, you know, um, and speak to uh, the HR and, uh, you know, help you unfortunately, at this point, it's still down to the diabetic, you know, you have to sort of set the tone for how you want to be treated.
0: Yeah, yeah, you can be uh, strict about it, or you can be casual about it, right? I mean, uh, you can uh, ensure that you eat at your own at the fixed time that you're supposed to eat rather than you know, because a meeting is happening, you kind of eat very late and then harm your body, right? I mean, is that, that's what you're trying to say, though?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And a lot of us are on, you know, we are on Zoom calls and we are on phone calls for a large part of the day. So I find like for me, what works is if if I get a phone call, I start walking, you know, I just, you know, there's no need to be sitting down and taking it. You can add your steps for the day by just, uh, you know, walking a bit. So even if I completely understand that people are busy, there's no time to exercise or, you know, exercise involves additional cost and effort. And and sometimes you just don't want to make that extra uh, thing, but you can really slowly like piece by piece add up, um, you know, your exercise for the day as well and pick something that you enjoy doing. So I have friends that love dancing and, you know, um, have taken up a dance class just to keep up with, uh, Um, some form of exercise
0: okay thanks so much nupur for uh, being on our uh, podcast and uh, look forward to healthier days ahead
1: thank you so much it's been a pleasure